I'm weird or weird looking. fan podcast i am one of your hosts lisa lowry and i am one of your hosts rafael marquez castaneda no aka's aka crack catching motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll see your crack and i'll raise you you... (laughs) if i hear a I'll be very excited. Oh, I should have that. What are you drinking? I, of course, I'm the Modelo Modelo, so I am drinking a Cerveza Modelo Especial. <laughs> I am drinking the Cranberry Pomegranate Craft Hard Seltzer from Brewery X. I forgot how it tastes a lot. Mm, not very good, but actually it's okay. It's a little sweet. But it's uh, mostly just hair of the dog. Uh, much needed hair of the dog. <laughs> much, much. This week we will talk... Oh my God. I can't even I can't remember what to do anymore. Okay. On this show we will talk about... Oh my God. I, why, why, why is this happening? So, you know, Allison said, should we start over <laughs> on the Thursday show? <laughs> I didn't hear her say that at all. She, you didn't? I did, definitely didn't hear her say that like three times, no. <laughs> This week, we will talk about the Monday show, Danielle Koenig, and the Thursday show, Allison's worst job interview, Daniel's canceled pies, Jordan's tight, styly do. But first, do you have any shout outs? Boy, do I. Huh? Shout out to the people that I'll be spending next. Is it Friday or Saturday? I think oh, it's God. Saturday. It's Saturday. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, will be spending next Saturday with you, Dr. Jen, Joanna. And Scotty Scott, my nemesis. <laughs> Can't wait to see you guys at good old Tam O'Shanter for some celeb spotting, mm. maybe some Allison spotting, and probably some drunken shenanigans. Uh, not probably. That's definitely going to happen. Speaking of that, so it's the BFF Christmas, Tam O'Shanter, next weekend. We have one seat available if anybody wants to join us. 6 p.m. Hit me up. And yeah. it's not on Lisa's lap. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Don't give away my secrets. <laughs> it's on Jen's lap. Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> or Scott's. Or Scott's. So technically, or we Joanna? have like five extra <laughs> seats. <laughs> and I'll dust my seat off for uh, for one Colonel Jeff Fox, <laughs> if he happens to roll in. <laughs> I, You know, there's a chance. I mean, actually, that last year, the first year we went, he tweeted me that or us or whatever he's like i was almost gonna go that same night i'm like shit go ahead come on down. we should do we should do like some uh some spy games and say we'll be there on friday mm. jeff will be like oh all right Ruffy, i'll go saturday Ruffy, then. you are so fucking smart <laughs> this is such a great idea 
Yeah. <laughs> Allison, Tony, meet us there yep, yep, Friday yep, night. Yep. <laughs> They're like, oh God, we gotta, we gotta evade this. And they show up. Oh man, that would totally happen. I could see that. Lisa. Yes. Do you have any shout outs? I do have some shout outs. Shout out to the TNC and all the people I got to hang out with last night. Shout out to East Coast Jen. Thanks for a, uh, a good conversation yesterday. Shout out to LK and Dr. J. Shout out to Ken Reed for listening to our show. And I'm just going to go ahead and say, uh, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say it. He agreed to come on the show. So, I, you know, I think this is awesome. He's cool. That'll be super fun to uh, chat with him. And also just nice that he listened because, woof, that episode was a bit rough. Uh, shout out to Tamara Holler, Z. Mary Jane, Scott Marquez, Ray Morgan, Ulysses, Claire, Tim, and Dr. Angela. Also shout out to Robert and Kevin, who also listened to the show on their way uh, out to Vegas to go play with uh, the Reverend Horton Heat. So that's how they spent their time is listening to our horrible show. <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, also shout out to Ked. Ked I almost said Kedden. <laughs> Ken Reed mm-hmm. for listening and I you know I'm curious if he listens every week or is is it just the weeks after he's been on Allison's show because he knows we're gonna talk about it uh either way I'm glad he listened and I'm also glad that I didn't say something like um like you do with John offensive. Henson <laughs> yeah well there's nothing I'm bad actually, to say about the, Ken Reed <laughs> the Henson thing wasn't bad it no. was just Megan was the, the one that was negative <laughs> about him more so um, I just love yeah, that John um, Henson it, listened to our show as well. That was just, yeah, that was the last time I tagged people <laughs> in the show. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was nice. Yeah, uh, excited to have Ken on at some point. Oh yeah, and another uh, surprise possible guest that might be coming up too. So, is it Barack Obama? Oh, you ruined it. <laughs> I think he's here now. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Barack. <laughs> oh, you don't have an impression. Hello? Uh, he just left. So, <laughs> so far, the so- show's going swimmingly. I didn't realize how hungover I was, but I don't feel horrible, but I just am like shaky and off. And I just, I really wanted to make up for the fact that the episode last week was kind of embarrassing. So why not double down and just be, you know, <laughs> scatterbrained as usual right now? Uh, I have a, a shall call out. Shout out to everybody that listened listened to the episode last week because um, I left... Okay, and then the call-out is because I left a lot of things in. I actually did edit it a lot. <laughs> Surprisingly, you probably wouldn't know that. But I never know how much to leave in for effect and how much not because I really want people to feel like they're there with us. Like, we don't have a smooth, streamlined show like Allison likes to have. Like, I like to leave, like let the people see how the sausage is made. But I think I... I, think I put out too much sausage <laughs> uh yeah call out to one dr jen who said um did you like do the rest of the show with your microphone down or something like that and i was like no i was holding the mic the whole time but i don't know what happened i think when lisa you, as i said vigorously threw your microphone down i did i think you bumped to the zoom or something because must have. my volume it, it's like my vo- my mic was off so right. i don't know what happened but I can't blame you because when every firefighter mm. in Orange County, you know, mm-hmm. descends onto one spot, I don't blame you for uh, getting a little hot and bothered. I was a little excited. But call out to Jen for trying to say that I... You know, I know. <laughs> and I really tried to to 
raise your volume, but because we had only one track, it was just like, well, <laughs> and then mine somehow bl- like just went, I feel, I feel like I threw it down and it knocked mine up and yours down. I don't know what happened, but, oh, and then the beginning, mine was too quiet because of our thorough mic check. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like bad, went from bad to worse. And then I don't know, I still had fun. So that's not the part of it. But you know, it's just to the people that listen, I I appreciate it because oof. Yeah. And if uh, anyone out there is upset by uh, the lack of our quality, you can call 1-800-223-9797 and you'll get a refund. (laughs) Do you, uh, speaking of phone calls, do we have any BFF hotline calls? We sure do. Oh, I'm so excited. And first, leading into it, I would like to say that if you want to call and leave a voicemail or even text us, the number is 818-BFF0732. And also, I'm going to do a mid-show shout out to this caller because he was just on Dave Huntsberger's podcast. Uh, Part one was out last week. Part two, I think, is next week. And uh, if you want to know who I'm talking about, you're about to find out, because it's this person. I reached Raphael's Grom line. Nice. Hey, just sat here in the garage listening to your uh, latest uh, BS fancast commentary. Um, the HBO thing, love to talk about it. Gee, many cripes. If you want to do a, 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 a Zoom call sometime, man, that was a fascinating experience. What else was there? Triple vaccinated, triple vaccinated. I'm out here licking doorknobs at this point. To hell with them all. Uh, uh, don't bring it on me all the way. You know, I, I still wear a mask a lot of times just because people will stay the hell away from me if I wear a mask. So it isn't about uh, uh, even the virus as much as ah, I don't like people. Don't really like people that much. Um, what was the last thing that I heard you talking about? Hell, I'll remember later. Probably send you an email. You guys have a great show going. We'll see you. Thank you for calling Lee. Uh, he's in the garage listening to us. I'm at work listening to him. It's uh, it's a uh, real uh, real meta type of uh, what's it? Damn it! <laughs> inception. <laughs> exactly. It's a real inception moment. I'm I'm actually sitting in my garage listening to him and listening to you, and he's in the garage. I don't know. I was trying to get I was trying to get somewhere and I didn't. But. Thank you so much for the call. Love to hear your voice. I would love to, to hear all about the HBO special. And uh, definitely we should do a Zoom call or something. Got to get, get maybe, the, the dirt. Maybe after his uh, part two of the oh, Space Cave comes out, idea. we can do uh, like a thank you for being a fan uh, Zoom call thing. I'm a Bob about um, everything. Have we d- not done a thank you for being a, a fan? A fr- what is it? I don't even know our segment. <laughs> Have we done one with Lee? I don't know why my voice went so high. I don't know. Lee Bruns, let's do a thank you for being a fan. And we'll hear about the HBO thing. We'll hear about date. Well, we can even do like a little space cave chat. That would be awesome. And thank you for mentioning that because I've not listened yet. And I'm excited to hear it. Oh, you are going to be riveted. (laughs) Oh, my rights here. (laughs) Actually, I think that was your right. Okay. Should we talk, Shad? Shad, we talk about Monday? Yes. Okay. Okay, so. Okay, this is like a perfect topic. At the beginning of the show, Allison always talks to Tony. And she mentioned self-proclaimed bad boy of podcasting. And Tony said that he could just go in and edit all of that out. And 
that led into the conversation of hearing your own voice and all this stuff. And I feel like this whole part I could so relate to because you and I have to do, have to <laughs> have to do this every week. And we have to hear our own voices and the editing. And like, there's so much stuff that I'll edit out. Like magic of editing. I'm like, mm, that conversation didn't need to happen. Or all of my ums or the dead air or I try to get my likes out. But I think it was just very, I don't know. I'm liking their rapport now. It's very funny. And did you relate to this at all? Like, do you go back and edit stuff out to make you sound, <laughs> sound better? And do you like to hear the sound of your voice or are you used to it? Um, I don't think I like listening to the sound of my voice. I do go and edit certain things out. Sometimes if a joke falls flat, I'm like, well, that's got to go. <laughs> um, it's it's really convenient editing yourself. True. But uh, yeah. I do. I, I love to recreate don't... history. I'm like, um, that joke didn't land. Or <laughs> certain things like when you couldn't hear the crows and I'm like, I'm just going to play it louder. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I... For the most part, I obviously most people hate the sound of their own voice and I hate I hate mine. But when I go back and edit, it's not it doesn't bother me like it used to. Like I used to just cringe the entire time. But now I guess I'm just used to it. Yeah, I don't know. I, a lot of times I'm like, ah, oh, you need to enunciate better. You need to like, I don't know, open your mouth more and stop mumbling. <laughs> um, but I don't. That's just how I talk. So can't change that in Same. editing, though. Danielle was talking about having an only child talking about just being pregnant talking about having more than one kid and like the balance and trying to decide if you should or shouldn't and it was such a stressful like for me i never wanted to have an only child just because i didn't want to do that to the world (laughs) sorry ray (laughs) but every time i bring up only children he he's like hey excuse me (laughs) but bringing a second child and when you already have like you feel like you have this perfect dynamic and then you have this like what if you know, the next one is like my sister or like, what if (laughs) you just feel guilty? Like, should I not be having another kid? I don't know. There's so many things. But I also thought that because my brother and I were best friends growing up, I really wanted to have kids close together that could be friends. And I think I made the right decision. They're not as close as my brother and I were, but they're still good. They're still close. You have three sisters, right? Wow. Two. It's two. It's two. Two (laughs) older sisters. Um, I think you're counting yourself. Because, That's true. Um, <laughs> so, oh, also me and Megan have a very brother-sisterly relationship in that I really fucking hate her. <laughs> JK. Um, yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm glad I was born. Um, <laughs> I don't. I can't imagine what my life would have been like if I had another sibling. I don't know. I'm just, I I can't imagine how it would be. So I'm glad everything worked out the way it did. But, uh, you know, you never know. I think it's very tough when you're thinking about having kids. Like, when do you stop? When do you keep going? I thought, you know, Jenna and Al would be done now. But, I mean, what if they choose to have another? Or they just have another, you know? Um, I bet they're going to have four. I could see that for them. Oh, I could see them with 13. You know, those those people are (laughs) Those people! <laughs> yeah, people who like their family. Right, right, They're right. Fucking psychotic people. <laughs> That's true. like who? What you want to spend time with these right. people? I don't, I don't get it. Like Lee said, right. you know, I I don't like people. <laughs> right, I know, I know this, I know this about you. I know I'm trying to get you over here to this tree lighting ceremony today, and you're like me. 
Well, Lisa, that has nothing to do with people. That has more to do with me liking to keep Christ out of Christmas. Okay, keep your Christ out of my Christmas. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, she also, Danielle also talked about recovering after pregnancy and how different your body is, how it changes. And she got induced, which I did too with my, with my first. And it was, it was crazy. The way she said, she didn't know that it was going to be so much more painful to induce because it, and it, it, it really was. It's just, the, it puts you on the fast track of, okay, we're doing this. And um, it was uh, pretty rough, but yeah, Johnny was late too. So we induced and it was a, but even still like, I feel like I'm still trying to recover from having kids. <laughs> I mean, I like losing the baby weight that took what, 13 years to finally get most of it off. But just also shapes are all different and like that's also part of age. But it's just a whole thing. You you put your body through so much to bring people into this world. And it's like people do it every day, but it's really crazy. <laughs> it actually really is insane. Oh, yeah. There's so much stuff like that. When I think about it, I'm like, that's fucking crazy. But yeah, child, like the fact that a human comes out of another yes. human, that's like some fucking sci-fi shit. It really is. And like you think about your, get, I don't know if you believe in, you know, the other side and, you know, but if you're bringing like someone, you're creating someone in your body that you brought from the other side, like the spiritual world into this world, that's some magician stuff right there. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought the other side, I thought you were referring to uh, the cold side of the pillow. Oh my god. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in it's pretty insane, but also it's like it's the closest you can be with someone else like creating a human with someone else is such a major like if you really think about that like you're creating a human with someone else. Like that's the closest you can get to somebody and like like the intimacy, you know? Like it's just it's crazy that all these idiots are doing it though. <laughs> it 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 can be like magical i'm sure but i feel like if you're the right person (laughs) it's also like not special at all because it's been been done you know billions probably trillions of times by you know the stupidest people that have ever existed so it's i think that's what's so fascinating about it true it's like it's like a fucking throwing the dice every time oh yeah it's a real gamble and I think it's at least more admirable for those people who can't have kids and choose to like adopt or yes. foster. I think that's it should be more celebrated. Oh, absolutely! Like fucking Mother's Day and Father's Day. It's like you didn't you didn't, you got drunk in, <laughs> at Applebee's happy hour and you knocked up somebody. Big deal. Yeah, anyone could do that. <laughs> Hooray for you! <laughs> but like choosing to take on like rearing someone else's child like that's that's kind of next level it really is i agree i can totally agree with that uh, that's also something i wanted to do when i was younger i always wanted to have like i told you i wanted like 12 kids but i thought it'd be cool to just like kind of like <laughs> angelina jolie like how they just had kids and adopted like i just wanted to like crank them out adopt them all just do it all but yeah, I'm not. And now you're just doing it with cats. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's my dream. <laughs> well, cat party over here. Oh god. Um. So growing up, the ugly kid. I related to this very hard. I 
I've seen pictures of you as a kid. You were not the ugly kid. I don't know if you had an ugly phase. I was cute until like fifth grade. And then I became like a monster. And, and Allison was talking about that she, you know, was the ugly kid or whatever. And that her, because her sister was like the cutie patootie one, the little mo- like model. And she was, and the more she talked about the way she dressed and how she was, she really is fucking Don Wiener. Exactly. <laughs> it's confirmed. I started life as a as a cute kid, I think. And then at some point things changed. <laughs> I could relate. Also, I don't have a lot of memories of me as a kid for whatever reason. Aww. I'm sure that's probably uh there's probably a reason for that. Um but I do know that I have very low self-esteem and I wonder what that is from. I'm assuming I know for a fact there was a, a long time where I was like, man, I'm ugly. I, uh, I'm weird or weird looking. So I can relate, but also I don't know how much of it was real or how much was just in my head. Right. Um, but like her therapist said, Lisa, I want you to bring in a picture <laughs> <laughs> of you and, uh, let, let the Facebook people decide if you were an ugly child or not. I okay so there's a picture of me on Instagram of my kindergarten pictures there and that's when I'm still cute I just look like a normal kid but I think I may have burned all of my pictures sixth grade and up (laughs) it was rough even my yearbook picture I sharpied it out it was bad I it was like I was chubby and awkward and then I had really, really long hair my whole life. And then in seventh grade, my mom's like, what if we go get your hair permed? And so they chopped it all off and layered it. So I look like it's Pat. <laughs> it wasn't that short, actually. But yeah, so I'm going through like awkward phase with also like, like permed hair that was short. Ugh. I, that's probably why I, I, I'm still like not cutting my hair because I'm like, I was so traumatizing that I'm like, I can't have short hair ever again. <laughs> But I am thinking about cutting it. What do you think? What if you like went real <gasps> short? Like really short. <laughs> I think I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should also get a vasectomy. So I really want Well, to, I know. <laughs> it sounds great. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a partay. She was talking about because you growing up as an ugly kid or having certain things that, you know, you went through as a child still feeling awkward as an adult. And I relate to that too. It's just like, I feel like I'm still such a nerd. And I know after listening to our last episode that I, I truly am, but like, I, I don't have the confidence that I wish that I, I mean, if I have a few drinks and I get a little bit of like false confidence, but, and then I look in the mirror and I'm like, hey, okay, calm down, <laughs> calm down, you stupid jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of confidence, Lisa, what are you going to wear to Tam O'Shanter that next week? That is a good question. I, okay, do you, I don't know if you're, well, I'm not going to wear a jumpsuit. I'll tell you that much. That's a shame. I did, I did wear one two nights ago, but it was just a black one. But it was too big for me. I don't know. I, I think, oh, maybe I will wear a jump. No, it's going to be cold. I don't know what I'm going to wear. I have a new coat that I'm going to wear. That's all as far, and the shoes and the coat I have picked out. Everything else, I'm not okay. sure yet. I have tons of choices though, because I've been, I've gotten outfits for the last couple of Christmases that we haven't done. <laughs> so it's just like, well, what should I wear? 
What are you going to wear? A t-shirt? <laughs> um, I was thinking of wearing a uh, skin-colored bodysuit. <laughs> what about uh, a Heather gray sweatshirt with a meatball stain on it? <laughs> Wait, I, I already ate? <laughs> no, that was from yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's either that or a uh, Technicolor dream coat. Oh, my God. I, I would wear that. We both should wear that. We could be with that soundtrack too. When he's walking down the street, like <laughs> you know, I have I have a uh, you've seen it a glorious Mexican blanket with peacocks on it. It is glorious. And if I could uh, get that made into a poncho or or something, get it made. You mean I, poke I a hole definitely... in it? <laughs> poke a hole in it. Call it a day. <laughs> poke a hole. Well, you know, you know my Jack Offie. How dare my you? My Jack Offie and my sleepy. Um, I could be your ponchi. <laughs> there actually is a company that makes Mexican blanket like hoodies or ponchos, mm. but they don't look great. Wow. Surprised. Um, <laughs> but I think my peacock blanket would be amazing if I could make that into a jacket. I think you should just like, yeah, like a uh, toga. That'd be fine. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Do you, the shoes I wore last time that Megan was clomping around our hotel room in, I'm going to wear shoes like that, but they're green. So that, that's, does that give you any, any help? <laughs> yes. Cool. I, I have all the info I need. Okay. You can envision it now. Great. Thank you. Uh, there will be a lot of high kicks. I am so sore from high kicking last night. <laughs> no, boy. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. I also was talking about, so D- Danielle called Allison timeless beauty and Allison was saying that she had a crush on somebody that made some reference to the movie Lost Highway about really liking flawed beauties. And I was thinking he- he's probably talking about Patricia Arquette because that's like something about her. She has like some sort of like flawed beauty, like her crooked tooth. Like I- I- she's super sexy to me. And I think that's why, because she has those flaws. But I like how he he was like, oh, but don't you don't think you're a timeless beauty or something? I was like, who is this guy? Wait, who said that? Uh, Allison's crush that she had when she was like twenty. I wonder if it's the my friend. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I I would love to know because I'm sure it was like some troll of a man, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. I think about the things that people have said to me in my lifetime. People that like say things that have scarred me and I like think about it and I look back I'm like it was a fucking troll like what the hell (laughs) this piece of shit's saying something to me yeah give me a break uh yeah I I I think that often that like some of the most attractive people are there's like something kind of off about them because when you look at these like um fashion models or whatever and like their face is like perfectly symmetrical like they are so fucking boring yes agree it's like it's like why would you want to be with that it's like being with a blank fucking piece of paper it's like very true like i like nothing there like uh i like when guys have like a prominent nose like especially if it has like a bump on it <laughs> like i like like things like that that maybe not would be classically what people like i don't know but like i like little things like that and the crooked tooth i'll take it but patricia arquette's hot though i don't know what flawed beauty he's talking about this fucking prick <laughs> i'm gonna have to look around uh, yeah well especially in lost highway there's this uh, poof there's a sex scene in that one Ooh, doggy. <laughs> i i seem to remember there was like a slow-mo 
Yeah, never mind. <laughs> oh, getting all worked up over here. Sorry. I don't know why when we record my my limbs get numb. Is that weird? Yes. Okay. My arm is getting numb. <laughs> so we got a little... I don't know if we heard this or not. So Danielle was an extra and she's done acting as a child actor and little stuff here and there. Comes from a family of actors. But... She talked about being an extra in a few things. Did we know that Allison was an extra in something? Yes. I don't remember I this. I have it. She, it was a Patreon episode with Greg and she talked about it, how she was a oh. featured extra in whatever the fuck that show was. And she had a scene in a pool. That's all I knew. And I thought about looking it up, but I have no idea where to find this show. Yeah. I, I, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's crazy that she was like being an extra. Danielle was. You famously, you know, I've been an extra in one, but also they were talking about, Allison was talking about her outfit that she had to wear and how embarrassing it was to have the matching denim outfits. And I know I've told you my story of my matching denim outfit. (laughs) While it was not polka dots, that would have been horrendous to be literally a cow. But my, my mom would not pay for guest jeans. So I had like knockoff denim outfit. (laughs) So it still had the triangle <laughs> and it was like peach colored, like coral. And I just thought it was the best thing in the world. And I thought people are going to think this is guess. I'm going to be so rad. And I remember I could hear like people whispering about it behind me because <laughs> it was called like palmettos or something. And they're like, palmettos. What's that? I'm like, oh, I don't think I ever wore it again. After that. I can't blame you. Yeah. And oh, okay. Have you? They were talking about dating multiple people, and I was going to ask you if you've ever dated multiple people at the same time. Like, I've never dated in general, and if I was to go out on a date with someone, I wouldn't be wanting to go on a bunch of dates with a bunch of different people because that means I am interested in you. So, like, I wouldn't be spreading myself out there. (laughs) Wait, what? But I've never done the dating thing. So like, have you dated multiple people at the same time? No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, exclusive to one person. Like if there's someone I like, then I'm just with that person. If I didn't like them, like if I didn't like them enough to make them exclusive, I I would like not be with them at all. I think that's the same. And I do, while I can agree that I think it's probably good for people to go out and just date multiple people to, you know, see what's out there or whatever but i just don't think i would have it in me i think it would just be like yeah i'm the same as you like if i if i'm like someone enough to go out on a date i wouldn't be thinking about anybody else anyway or even curious <laughs> uh as you're talking i am uh currently watching the sex scene from lost oh highway so um <laughs> yeah i was gonna share something about that but i'm not so oh i was thinking you know how i was telling you that I was going to come up with some preliminary questions like to get the, like if I start dating again someday, maybe in my life, having like some preliminary questions, like just get your foot in the door questions. And do you remember I was telling you this? No. <laughs> so I, I came up with three, three questions. Okay. Would you like to hear them? Did you take one from salt and Peppa <laughs> and it's uh, how's it hanging or, or whatever <laughs> she says? That might be the second. Anyway, I, okay, so I do have a second tier started. Um, so that could definitely uh-huh. be on it. But the first, just like get your foot in the door questions are, are you vaccinated? 
good one. Do you have a dog? <laughs> okay. And what do you wash your face with? Because these three things um, tell me, uh, tell me a lot about somebody. What if they? What if their response is wash my face? <laughs> is that oh my a God. deal breaker? I mean, <laughs> not necessarily. I don't know. That's a, that's a caveat because I would have to think about that one. But well, Lisa, what do you think of my skin? Because as you know, I or I think you know, I do not wash my face. Oh, I think I think we maybe have talked about this, but I think you probably have. Well, you have good skin. I pr- well, I think we talked about this because I wash my face, you know, every day. But I think if you don't wash it, you probably have better, you know, all the the right oils and stuff you're supposed to have. Still, I think if you don't wash your face, I think that's okay. Huh. I might have to go back to the I, drawing board on this one. What if I said I wash my... What if I'm like, I use a... If you use a bar of soap, you're out. <laughs> um, that's all. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's, all, that's where I'm going. I can't raise another child. I'm sorry. I'm good. Okay. What if they're like, I use the uh, knockoff palm olive that I got at <laughs> the grocery store? Palm olive? Bad like, sign. <laughs> dishwashers dishwashing liquid exactly that's uh, a bad sign that's a that's handing me a bouquet of red flags and then my second tier i have one question so far because once you get past those then you know i'll get to know a little more i need to know your shoe size <laughs> oh boy and i don't want i don't want one anything less than an 11 <laughs> <laughs> and 11 is already cutting it <laughs> uh there there are so many like i hear like you know the the shoe size thing is obviously the most well-known one but then some people say that it's actually the hand size is more indicative indicative Uh, excuse me (laughs) uh freudian slip Uh, um slip right in yeah i think you're right actually so i don't know maybe you should you should just ask glove size shoe size or just go uh, straight to straight to the point (laughs) Or yeah, just right in there. Quit, quit beating around the bush. <laughs> Please do. All right. Anything else from uh, Monday before we do our new segment? Uh, the only thing I will say is that I am curious to hear if Allison goes on her show because she was talking about how they do it in person, and she's like, "Do you do in person?" And Allison was like, "Oh yeah, come on, yeah, sure." So I wonder if that means she's going to do in person for her show. Who knows? So I'm curious to see about all that. And also, I had no clue that she was Jimmy Pardo's wife, but that's cool, I guess. Yeah, same. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, And surprising, this is her first time being on, too. Yeah. Aside from the podcast, I I still don't know what what does she do for a living. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, maybe I I I, for, I didn't re-listen, so I, maybe I just forgot. Also, they made mention of her family that was enacting, and they just kind of briefly like coasted over it. But I could have sworn she said that her brother was boner on growing pains. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, shall we do our new segment? It's unworthy with Doctor J and LK. Hello, this is unworthy with Doctor J and LK. Hey, Lauren. Uh, today, thanks for joining me yet again on a Saturday. We're going to talk about today's one that just came out of this episode of Upworthy Weekly with Todd and Allison. And the date being Saturday, December 4th. And the title of the show is Dog's Perfect Last Day, Signs of Intelligence, and the Mama's Boyfriend. 
So Allison was talking about some life rules that she had read, like life hacks, such as if you're like looking for um, an app, you should look for open source instead of free. And what were the other ones? Yeah. So it was this one person who, who took a compilation of all the ones you could scour the internet for and put it in one place. And another one was like phone. Like if you want to stop talking to somebody, uh, you can just, while you're having a conversation, instead of doing that, can't hear you, <laughs> you can, uh, while you're talking to them, go into, if you have, I mean, I only know iPhone this way. I don't know other ones. Yes. To put it in airplane mode. And then the person on the other end will see like call failed and they'll just think they can't get a hold of you, um, which they call like phone shenanigans kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what the other ones were. Oh, if someone insults you, say, I'm sorry, what was that? But like pretend you can't hear them because then mm-hmm. if you have to repeat it back, they sound like even more of a jerk than before. Yes. That's all the ones I can remember. Yes. And then it kind of went into, um, because of like how to get off the phone, right? Um, them saying uh, how difficult it can be to leave your parents' house. Mm-hmm. And how Allison was saying that friends used to like kind of lovingly call her parents' house the tar pit because it's mm-hmm. so hard to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because maybe yeah, I do have a bad memory, but I don't ever remember her saying, like giving that little drop of, of knowledge about her friends calling her parents' house tar pits. Do you, have you <laughs> yeah, ever- I don't remember that okay. either. No, so I think that's like a good reason too to listen to the show. Like some things may cross over, but this one being with Todd, like, and they're bringing in topics from Upworthy that it does kind of give shed a little bit more light uh, into things that maybe we haven't heard before because she is interacting with a new person who has a different personality than, you know, maybe just the regular people we hear. So that's really mm-hmm. what I was enjoying about her interaction with Todd. Yeah. And it's hard for me to leave. Like Todd was saying, it's hard for him to leave his parents' house because his mom kind of has like a to-do list for him. Like, oh, could you change this light bulb? Could you do this or that? Mm-hmm. And like with me, um, my mom's always like, oh, take this with you. I have this yes. for you. Hold on a second. There's this other thing. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, what's funny too, is I kind of find myself doing that too. When someone's going to come over, I'm like, okay, is there anything I have that I need to give to them that I thought about? Yes. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Um, and, and I'm, I'm kind of, and whenever we go to my like grand, one of my grandma's house, she'd be like, do you want tea? Do you want this? And she's constantly asked. And I was like, no, I said, I'm fine. But I find myself doing the same thing. But I feel like when I leave my mom's house, I have a hard time leaving one because, you know, she lives by herself. So I always feel bad leaving her alone. Uh, But also like at home, I just revert (laughs) to a child. And and I know a lot of people are mad, like when their parents treat them like kids, like, yeah, that's, that's the, like the sucky part of it. But what the great part of it is, is I don't have to do a lot of stuff. Like I don't have to lift a finger. Like she'll play with my kids and then she'll Uh like make me whatever I want to (laughs) eat. Uh, yeah I think that's why I have a hard time leaving (laughs) oh that's nice okay and they were talking about the story of this uh woman who refuses to move in with her boyfriend until he learns to do basic chores because he lives with his mom and he doesn't do anything for himself and I identify with that because that's the way that my brothers were raised they didn't do anything for themselves like buy their own clothes or do their own laundry or anything (laughs) Like I knew how to do all that stuff and I was very independent, but because they were boys, my mom didn't just show them how to do any chores. So I don't know. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? Did she show you how to do them? Yes. But I think that I asked, like, I remember asking 
how to you how to do the laundry because I wanted to wash my own clothes. Like I didn't like putting my clothes in with everybody else's and just mm-hmm. waiting until my mom washed it. So like mm-hmm. I learned and I and I did well, I think she did ask me like to do the dishes and things like that, load the dishwasher and put away the dishes. So yeah, I guess I did have to do. <laughs> <laughs> did your brother not did your brothers not have any chores or anything? No, no, no chores. So there wasn't, okay, so like in my family, it was Saturday morning, everyone wakes up, you put on the music and you clean. Like everyone cleans the house. That's not how it went at your place then. No, no. Okay. Like It was like my mom would go around and clean and like yell at everyone for (laughs) making a mess, but like not asking for any help. (laughs) That sounds like me now with my little, little kids. (laughs) Um, And then it was like kind of get out of her way because she's not in a good mood. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's tough with little, little kids because you're just like, I just rather do it quickly and myself, which totally. Yeah. but also you want to make sure you're not enabling your kids thinking that you'll do it all the time. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't think I like, I just, in my, like I was saying in my family, like, it's just like you got up and if you want to do anything for the day, then the first thing you do is you get up in the morning, everyone put like, they put on music in the living room and which you could hear all around the house. Cause not like I lived in a big house. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and of course it was usually my dad's music, like whatever he wanted to, of course, but oh, then you just okay. clean your room and you have to like clean it like top to bottom clean the windows vacuum put everything away and you know during the week you could kind of be sloppy but then again like if you didn't want to clean up a big mess on saturday you learned to yeah but i feel like that started like maybe when i was like 10 11. oh wow um but before that i mean i don't know i have no recollection but i think that's what at some point i think that's what everybody should do just have everyone pitch in because it gets really tiring doing it all yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And every if everybody does like ten minutes of work, it's like getting thirty minutes of work done. You know. But also, the the one the story they were talking about the guy he was twenty four and the woman yes. was twenty, and yes. she was complaining that he didn't she didn't want to move in with them because she's like I don't want to have to teach you how to do things. I want you to come to me as a fully formed person, which I completely respect. But I really don't get. She's like, just watch YouTube to figure out how to like do laundry, which, okay, sure. I mean, I guess that everybody can learn things on YouTube. That's how I learn things too. But you just read the back of a detergent thing that says how to do something. I don't get why, like how yeah. hard is laundry? Yeah, it's not hard. And I guess it, it, Todd was saying kind of like, it sounds like more the issue is that he doesn't just do it. You know, he doesn't just figure it out. Yeah, he said- she wants him to, because yeah. it's important. Yeah, like she has to tell him what to do. It means he has no self- drive or motivation to yeah. want to do it himself you know because if he really did want to move in with her and not expect her to do things he would have took that initiative so yeah. yeah agreed and allison said oh <laughs> i almost forgot allison doubled down on hating uh the mariah carey christmas song <laughs> and it sounded like she was gonna oh i shouldn't have even spoiled it i should have said listen to it but it was really funny because it sounded like she was about to say i, I gave it a yeah. listen and <laughs> no, I think I think to get like the full uh, how hilarious it was, you should definitely listen to the episode. Um, yeah, I think she's it. It kind of points to how funny she is. Um, yes, the way she just kind of set up the whole thing and just kind of gave it to him at the end, I, which I don't get because I know a lot of people are like I hate this Christmas song, right? And it took me a long time to listen to any Christmas songs because I hated Christmas as a whole until oh, I had okay. kids. I mean, I think I liked it when I was a little, little kid, but like too much 
holidays when you have people in your family who are addicts is just like a really bad time because then they just fight and everyone's drinking and it's just it's just not a good time so i really like got out of the christmas spirit once i realized how dysfunctional part of my family was until i had my own family and now i can create the christmas that i want so Mm -hmm. maybe because i wasn't listening to music i'm not sick of it but i'm like who cares like it's a christmas song like you know the hippopotamus song or everyone's like oh and the beatles song is where who cares like it's just christmas music like yeah like, can we all just get along kind of thing but the mariah carey's <laughs> christmas song is really good and oh yeah i don't know why she <laughs> hates it so much maybe it's i just don't understand because i am not as musically inclined or uh educated as as she is with her background of, of music stuff but i don't see what the problem is Yeah. And another thing that she said that made me laugh out loud was they were talking about like describing their like your best last day. And she said how she it would take everything in her to keep herself from taking a nap (laughs) on her last day. Oh, I feel that so much because you you want to do the things you love and you love taking a nap. But, you know, you don't want to like waste your time or whatever. But (laughs) Like, I guess you would be like, okay, and now I'm done doing things. So give me my electric blanket and I'll see you guys later. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's funny. Oh, Oh, and of course on her tombstone, I think, I don't want to say what it is, but like go and listen what she wants written on her tombstone. It really comes back to bite her in the end at the end of the episode, which I thought was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That was good. And so Allison was about to say that her week was a five because Mm -hmm. she listened to Christmas music and was talking about how much she loves like spending time with her family around the holidays and the Christmas music. Shout out to Leanne uh, Mm -hmm. and Tony Thaxton, I guess. (laughs) Um, But then from five, it got knocked down to a four because she had to go and look on that Facebook moms group and get angry about that one infamous mom on there who just really gets under her skin. And she said she spent a whole shower ruined you know, her whole shower thinking about it and thought Mm -hmm. about it for like 18 hours. And I thought, oh, please stop. You know, don't look at that anymore. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, I think I joined, I was one of those late people that joined Facebook, maybe like, I don't know, nine years after everyone else did. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, and I really resisted it for so long. And then when I was into it, I was really into it. I like, I really, really like this, blah, blah, blah. And then it got to like the toxic side of it. And so while I still mm-hmm. go on, I really feel like there's only one reason for Facebook and that's the BFF fan page. <laughs> so Exactly. That's the only reason I joined and that's all I use yes. Facebook for. I'll go on there or every once in a while, if I want to do the, like the local buy nothing group where I want to give away things like to make sure they can oh, like, nice. who wants it rather than just like give it to the local like donation place because I have a lot of stuff that kids grow out my kids grow out of they haven't like used really and so I'm like hey who wants a bike or who wants like that's one of the ones I'll do but the moms groups and the oh we like even I don't know I won't go on that anyways I just think that the less social media you use that's like that's like that if you go on there for a purpose and a focus like hey i go on instagram to connect with a bunch of local like mutual aid groups that i can be a part of or hey i go yeah. on bff to talk about a show that i like like as long as it's positive like that or you're trying to improve something then great i'm all for it but just going on there to hear other people's opinions on things mm-hmm. man, 
Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no thanks. And Todd said his week was also a four, and he was really happy because um, they got a huge plug from Apple Podcasts, so they got mm-hmm. a big boost for Upworthy Podcast. So that's great. And he was saying that the Upworthy website had one of their biggest days of of like people reading and clicking on all of their articles which allison said i don't think it's a coincidence and so we have this (laughs) podcast like jokingly but very funny uh attributing it to the fact that she is the reason that that worthy website is doing she was giving herself all the credit yeah it was so funny but yeah how was your week lauren oh my week was eventful i would say i just started a new job and so I worked all week and my feet hurt. Oh, that was Mona snorting, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my dog, Mona. <laughs> but yeah, so my feet hurt. I was pretty tired all week. Didn't get to talk to my boo as much at nighttime because I was too tired. So it's been like a long week, but I, I expect that having a job will be better for me. So good. I'll say okay. a, a good week. How about you? Well, congratulations on the job, Lauren. I think that's Thank great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I hope your feet feel better and that your people understand because if they don't, then I just say, cut them off just kidding. <laughs> as they get mad at me. How was my week? Well, my kids got their first shot of COVID-19 vaccine. So that was eventful to say the least when you have to go in by yourself with two kids to get, get shots, which is not fun at all. Oh. Um, so I was done after that. I had plans like make cornbread and do some chili and i'm just like um i'm gonna eat some popcorn and go to bed <laughs> yep yeah oh, sometimes gosh. plans change um yeah but i would say i'm definitely feeling the busyness of the season i'm glad that i'm done christmas shopping for everybody and we just got our tree day so that made the week go a little bit like feel like it's on the upward trajectory but you know yes. how it goes with kids and school and and things kind of getting to that winter break time so yes feeling busy but i'm doing i would say it's a solid three out of five nice yeah well lauren thanks for joining me again yeah thank I, you. I just ran out of energy did you hear it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i did too i was like oh yeah that's good <laughs> Jeez. all right well thanks everyone for listening um i hope this wasn't too long this time you want to take it away lauren thank you and good night always great to hear you guys i love everything you have to say same here have you been listening to unworthy i mean upworthy <laughs> <laughs> yes i have um i haven't listened to the episode that they just talked about okay i'm saving it for tomorrow so it'll be interesting to hear it agree now that i know what they talked about yeah I, I like it's kind of fun to hear the recap first and then go listen <laughs> or, it's like being in a time machine it really is i love it you think about like people listen to the show that don't even listen to allison's show and that's crazy to me, but also so nice. Like East Coast Jen, she just listens to this show. And if any of my friends listen, they just listen to this and they're like, well, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about, but they still listen for some reason. <laughs> Very interesting indeed. Yeah. I'm sure after last week's episode, that might change. All right. Shall we talk about Thursday? Yes. All right. We were her little bread pudding sent in by Ulysses on Patreon. She had a lot of, fl- I don't even, I wouldn't call them flubs at the top of the show, talking about maybe needing to restart and, you know, running a tighter ship. But I thought it was fine. It wasn't as bad as what we do. <laughs> wasn't it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, so I'm going to be having some, bread pudding is very underrated, I think. 
And also, it doesn't sound like a very fun carb to be called. But if you have really good bread pudding, it is one of the best things I've put in my mouth. Where is this all homemade? I have, okay, I have made it homemade, but I, at Felix's, where we're going to go next week, that's, uh, they make a, a rad Trace Leche cake. And wait, who's going to Felix? You, me, East Coast Jen, her husband, her son, possibly my kids. <laughs> when is this? Friday. Friday? Yes. Okay. Oh, remember when I texted, okay. remember when I texted you and I'm like, what are you doing December 11th? No, 10th. And you said, I don't know. I said, you're going to be, you're going to be here. <laughs> Lisa, and you I don't said, what I did this morning, <laughs> let alone whenever you texted And me. then you said, and then we're going to do the Christmas thing the next day. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a whole weekend oh, of me. Jesus you're going to just be so sick of me. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm the kind of person that I do one thing a day and I'm like, that's good. That's enough. <laughs> so to do two things in two days. I know. Oh, boy. We're already not together. And this, we're going to have to do like a a cheers, like turn our cameras on and do a little cheers and take a picture. That'll have to be our picture. Okay. I'm already tired. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> next week, bread pudding. It's on. It's so good. They have like this rum butter sauce that I put on it. It's delish. But can Jen just go to the Tam O'Shanter with us? I mean, <laughs> she could. That would be kind of awesome. We do have the extra seat. I don't know. She's going to be here That's... for six days and they're, they're, I'm only going to see her for one day. But yeah, I wonder. Well, Are they here for Disney? No, they're here for his family and her family. And me. So Disney. I don't. I, I think they're going to Disneyland. I don't know. I thought they're just seeing people. I don't really know. All I know is I'm hanging out with her on Friday. I didn't ask much more. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I'm curious and interested, but you know, I haven't gotten much more than that. The other day I was watching tv and whatever i was watching was over and i was like oh great i have nothing to watch now so i was just like scrolling through and then i see this stupid von dutch documentary and i'm like "Ugh, this is gonna be horrible i'm not watching this sounds lame and i'm like okay i'm gonna bite so i watched the first i think it's like a couple of episodes yeah so i watched the first episode and it was just like it drew me right back into the late 90s (laughs) a little too much but I don't know. Have you seen this thing? Do you have any? It, it it sucks that something like Von Dutch could be turned into something so stupid that it tur- the branding that it got turned into, like with the, the Hilton sisters and like all this like Kardashians. And it's like, wh- how do you go from like this amazing thing, turn it into like this totally like fucked out piece of shit? Anyway, are you watching it? <laughs> I've seen the commercials for it. It seems kind of interesting. Um... It actually kind of is. It, it it actually kind of is. I was more interested than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's what celebrities do. They latch on to things that are actually cool and then they ruin them for everyone. Right. And then people who are not cool think if they get these things, they will be cool. And then it's even worse than it was to begin with when the celebrities jumped onto it. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a gift and a curse for old uh, Von Dutch people, but... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think I'll be watching that. I was wearing a Von Dutch shirt once and and my sister, she was like, Von Dutch, what's that? <laughs> First of all, just the English language, Dutch, like really? <laughs> okay. No comment. So what did you think about Allison calling out the person, not calling out, shedding light on the person that left Patreon and kind of giving that info out? Well... This part was kind of interesting because there has been some discussion in the Facebook group about this. 
And we all kind of thought it was this one person who posted in Facebook, in the Facebook group. And it turned out it was someone else completely. And at first I was like, oh my God, she's calling her out. Yes, But it turns out it was someone else. And I think, I mean, I kind of get the person who posted said, or the person Allison mentioned said that, you know, their wife was like having cancer treatment or something like that. I forget. Uh, In hospice, I think. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean, I get they want to like let Allison know, like, you know, it's not personal. It's just whatever. But at the same time, I would just put, you know, like no comment or other. Right. I don't know. Like, do you really need to tell them the exact reason? Yeah. But hey, that's their choice. And they chose to tell her. That's fair. She chose to talk about it. So there was some more discussion about that part in the Facebook group. And I think it's perfectly within reason to for Allison to talk about it. I mean, she talks about everything else in her life. Why wouldn't she talk about someone leaving Patreon? And the fact that they have an exit interview question means that it is something that she's going to look into because what if they're like, Hey, I quit your Patreon because it's been five or six months since you've done a live stream. I don't think that this amount of money is worth what I'm getting back. Like that is something she should know. And she should address it on the show. If she thinks that it's, you know, unreasonable for someone to cancel for that i think i'm I'm kind of surprised more people don't cancel i'm saying um, if it if it if it weren't for the fact that we do this every every week i would have dropped down to a lower tier or possibly canceled altogether i probably would too and something i was thinking about last week and i'm i'll probably just cut this out i think i'm like not enjoying her show anymore I kind of feel that way sometimes, too. It's more often where I'm like, oh, wow, that was actually good. <laughs> like, more often I'm like, eh, it was fine. Yeah. Then, oh, that was really good. So. And, like, just listening Maybe we have... for this show. <laughs> yes, definitely. There are, like, a handful of shows where I'm like, when they get refreshed, like, it's, I have a show on Monday, I have a show on Thursday that I mm. love. Oh, funny that those are the days that she releases. So when those shows are in my podcast feed, I'm like, "Fuck!" Yes. Oh, see, so I miss that feeling play. because I don't have I don't have time to listen to any other shows anymore. Or I, I don't know. I I do. I just forget. I don't know. I just need to get back into it. Like I miss listening to the Doughboys, and I miss listening to so many different shows. But I miss that feeling of like when the Thursday show used to come out. And it was like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Tomorrow, I, you know, when I wake up, I'll have a Thursday show to listen to. And, like, it was exciting and fun. And I miss that feeling for any kind of show. You know, I, people Do probably think- feel that way when they see our show pop up. They're like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that it might have to do with the subject matter or is it because of the people that are I on? Think- like, you want a core group. I think I do want a core group. Only because actually it wouldn't be, it would be fine. I like it, but sometimes it feels like it's a show starting, trying to get started. Does that make sense? Like it does, it feels very like not disoriented, but just feels kind of like it's just, I don't even know how to describe it. It just feels like it's all over the place kind of, and just kind of not, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Scattered. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. It, it always feels like we're starting from the beginning yes again. yes it's like she has to explain jokes and references and what happened to the people that are on and that's what was so good about having the same group all the time is that there was no explaining right. it was just you talk about your lives they make jokes they have fun now it's a lot of 
it's like we're just getting off the blocks yes. every single time. Right. Like, oh, we're getting to know this group of people now. And yeah, so it just feels kind of like it's fine. But if we had the same group every week, I think I would definitely enjoy it more. And I was even thinking about it last week, you know, knowing that a few people have listened to our show that have not listened to our show before or don't listen to Allison's show. Well, especially not hearing our show and all of our inside jokes, like we really don't do the show for new listeners. And that could be good and bad. I don't know. But like with all of our running jokes, like just joking about how much I love hot dogs. It's like if somebody doesn't know the the beginning of that story, I don't really love hot dogs. But like that whole like thing that we were saying that based off of like one thing that I said a million years ago, <laughs> I was just thinking like if somebody just tuned in, they're like, she loves hot dogs. <laughs> what a weird thing to really love. <laughs> And you know the zip and the and the and now the knock on wood, but like all of these little things, like if you've listened, you know what we're talking about. Because I, I feel like we're talking to our friends every single week, and we are because we have three and a half. I know <laughs> every week, but yeah, that's yeah, that's something we don't do. Just if you don't get the reference, they're like either it's a Seinfeld yes. reference or <laughs> I have to listen to the past five years of of, the, of this right. stupid thing. Um, <laughs> Also, Allison's trying to steal our zip thing. My God, is man. Just, she is. It's, well, it's your zip thing, but yeah. Zip? <laughs> I love that she wants to hear the zipper so bad, and it doesn't sound anything like a zipper. <laughs> it's probably just over Zoom. Cause, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just love that because it would make no sense to make a zipper noise at that time, but she was just like, oh, <laughs> I want it to be a zipper, though. Oh, gosh. You know, I think... If she really wants to get a core group of people back, there's only one way to do that, and that is to pay people to be on, which I know is not mm, what she wants. Right. Who I would be your ideal group? Well, that's obviously the oh. OG legacy yeah, group. Yeah, true. But true. Greg is very resistant. Um, <sighs> Fuck that Jenna guy. and Al are like, doing their own thing across the country. Yeah, that's Jeff, true seemingly is available but at the same time he's not available Mm -hmm. and that would really put tony in a strange position true so i guess any group would be good i mean as long as it's just the same people she always picks good people i like listening to they're all fun and they get along i i would actually was really enjoying jordan being on this show i miss him being on because he's he's so funny and witty and quick that I would love to hear him every week with Allison. All right, so here's my here's my uh, dream team pro- professional opinion. Okay, if we want something like what she had mm. with the Thursday group, it has to be a mix of people she's actually friends with, with like some people that we already know. So we have Daniel, right. obviously, right. we know him. He's in her life. Tony, he's real. He's in her life. He's real. <laughs> so we have like two or three spots that we can play with so first and foremost she has to get her friend izzy on the show someone who i'm sure is like i'm not a podcaster why would you have me on no one's gonna like me daniel was like i will never be on the show and look at him now look at greg heller he wasn't even supposed to be on and he was like a star (laughs) yeah exactly um those are the kind of people that you want on like even like hashtag Al, he was an IT guy, <laughs> but exactly. he was, he brought so much to the table and I know Jenna already does podcasting, but 
and she had a good balance of like Greg and Al, totally different people, having such a diverse group of personalities too that went well together. Next, I'm going to say Ken Reed. He fits in with every single person that you can imagine. He can always, he's always funny. He always fits in. He's never like the weird one out. And then I think for a last spot, I'm going to say someone else that is, because like we want a balance of men and women Mm -hmm. and someone who's got cachet that can bring in some downloads, you know, some of their own fans. Okay, I'll take the job. Rice Cub. Oh, Oh, that would be good. That's who I'm saying. Izzy, Mary Mary Lynn, Lynn, Ken Reed. And uh, Ken Reed. I like this. Make it happen, Allison. It's not going to, I don't know how much she makes from the show, but she can afford to pay an editor. True. She can afford to pay a nanny. True. Daniel has a good job. It literally would be like 50 bucks a mm. week per person or a hundred maybe. Let's make it a hundred. Right. Make it worth their while. Do you think it would be better to have a group in person though instead of... That's the other thing. Yeah. If we could do in-person shows, maybe the... Because like there is a lot of Allison saying, Wait, what did you say? Right. What did you say? Yes. So That's the stuff that I would be cutting out. Not the yes, the stuff at the top, like Tony. yes, the, I would be cutting the. Oh wait, what did you say? Oh, sorry, I talked to her like that. I would cut that out. I that because that is very distracting, and then you remember they're not in the same room together, and that kind of takes you out of it. Exactly. We're just professionals, though. I mean, that's how we do. <laughs> wait, what did you say? Exactly. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> sorry, I was busy eating a hot dog in my pocket. Uh, they were talking about they asked so this would also be another qu- question for my uh my dating questions do you use a washcloth first of all <laughs> do you use a washcloth <laughs> so here's the thing okay when i first discovered that washcloths were a thing i was a little flabbergasted hold on hold like, on ha- back it up beep beep when what what do you mean by this <laughs> okay so growing okay. up we you have a towel a bath towel right and hand towels for like next to the bathroom sink but there was no washcloths right ever right i didn't know these existed wow i literally went to walmart and i was like why do they have these little <laughs> towels they're called washcloths i i see that but what am i want like is this for doing the dishes what like i don't get it so when i discovered that these are things that people use to clean themselves you don't just rub a bar of soap on your body like an animal i was like wow people are rich like rich people they're out here they got cloths <sighs> to wash their ash this is crazy like wow the one percent this yes, is how the rich live that's like I, I couldn't imagine this that's like uh, uh adam carolla's friend uh two sheets or whatever remember <laughs> he didn't understand how sheets? you'd had two sheets he just always thought that like he made fun of him, like oh look at you we have two sheets and the guy's like yeah it's a bomb sheet and a top sheet but adam never grew up with that <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to make fun of like oh well, she she with your two sheets and they're like that's everybody you just grew up poor yeah, that's the standard thing yeah. yeah but so for for far too long i used bar soap and just rubbed it on my body but at some point undateable it was sorry it was <laughs> it was fair i feel like it was pretty recent i decided that like a body wash is the way to go and for that you need something to scrub on your body with Mm -hmm. and i use a silicone body scrubby thing okay well allison Um, gave us an in-depth description of her cleaning (laughs) ritual so take us through your shower a little rough 
this is a dry run, Lise. There's no water. I will spit. <laughs> <laughs> what is my routine? Yeah, like what do you hit, I, hit I first? Go, so I think top to bottom would be the ideal way, okay. but I do my, f- it's funny because I do my face and head last. So I get the, the body scrubby thing and I put the body wash and then I do my arms and torso. Then I do waist to to toes all the way down. <laughs> and then last but not least, I do neck and face huh. and my hair. Interesting. So I... I have um, one of those like loofah sponge things and I use body wash sometimes, but in general, I don't wash my body. I just wash the hot spots. <laughs> the hot spots. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so the first, the first thing I do is nether regions first. So I do. Fr- wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> but oh God. I use. I use um, Castile soap. I don't use body wash. So like I'll use that. I do... Fr- the Dr. Bronner's? Yeah. Uh, unscented. Mm-hmm. So I go front and then back. And then I wash my hands. And then I do my... Then I do like my face. And if I'm going to wash my hair or whatever, then I'll get to that. But yeah, I wash my hands after. So there's no like issues. Right. I think you should do that last and still wash your hands, but because during the rest of the shower, those hot spots, as you <laughs> call them, have like residual wash, like they're being washed, not completely, but like they're getting extra washing from just the residual from the rest of the shower. True. And most of the time I take a bath anyway, because I'm an old lady. You would think I would use a washcloth, but I don't because that's, that's like, I feel like that's such an old person thing, but... I definitely grew up with washcloths, but I, I, once I moved out, I remember buying a whole set of towels, like with all the pieces. And I was like, I never used the washcloth. Like I had no idea why I would need it because it's just, I don't think you need to scrub your body that hard. <laughs> I don't like the idea of the washcloth because then I just have these like gross washcloths that have stuff all embedded into them. And you're going to say, oh, you wash them at, like after each use, obviously. Yeah, there's still shit that is not going to come oh, out. Yeah, I have like, yeah, I've used all washcloths that have just gone to my cleaning rags. I Ruby went through a phase of wanting to do like beauty treatments on everybody in the family. So we got like, like a hundred washcloths. <laughs> but they do really work well for just cleaning the house. I don't, but yeah, no, no washcloths and yeah, I and I do take a bath. So sometimes, like I'll get in the bathtub before I sit down. That's when I wash the parts, and then I get in the tub. So you're soaking. <laughs> uh, huh. But yeah, I definitely do like all the stuff that Allison was saying. Like if you're in the shower doing it, like do the rinse and front, back, all that fun stuff. Spread yes. the joy. Um, <laughs> yes, make sure you do that. Right. And if if you want to tell us uh, your shower routine on <laughs> uh, the Facebook page. <laughs> Oh, I lo- oh, oh, don't worry. I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a steak? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was for, that was for eating. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, do you, what do you think? They're talking about some, I don't know if it was an actor or someone famous that has had a sex dungeon. Oh, yeah. It was uh, Stephen Sondheim. Yes. Okay. So I, I'm curious. What, would this be a deal breaker for you if someone had a sex dungeon? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What do you think of someone that has Absolutely. a sex dungeon? Like, what goes into a sex, sex dungeon? Well, you know, I I like anyone that has a hobby. No! Like, <laughs> you know, 
And if if your hobby is taking someone to the pleasure dome or whatever he calls it, then now that more I could get power <sighs> to you. So that's one of the things. That if because if someone's calling it a dungeon, it's so ominous. I don't know if he actually called it that, but the pleasure dome that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> I believe uh, I would call mine the sex cauldron. Oh, okay. Um, I shout out to Trice, who definitely will get that reference. Would love to know what that means, but I don't. Also, I think if I knew someone had a sex dungeon, I would be like, that's a lot of pressure. Like, think if someone likes sex that much, they have to have a dungeon. Like, that's going to be a lot of pressure to have, like, sex a lot. (laughs) That's the other thing. It's like... You know, if it, let's say a healthy relationship, you're going to town three to four times a day. Right. What if, like, what if this dungeon procedure, it's like hours yes. long. So now that's like taking 12 hours out of my week. Right. That's, that's a long fucking time. Yeah. Like, I could see hitting it up like once in a while, but like, is it always sex dungeon time or is there ever like just, you know, is it always go time or is it like we get a have like nice normal bed sex sometimes <laughs> yeah and what what's in that's the dungeon? what i'd like to know like is a wall with like a bunch of pegs on it is it a bunch of swings like probably a hot tub because that goes with debauchery and what if it's not even a dungeon what if it was just like his closet like you go in there like oh this is gonna be some crazy shit it's gonna be some uh what's that movie with tom cruise and and the sex parties oh eyes, eyes wide shut Eyes wide shut. Yeah, you go in there expecting an eyes wide shut experience, mm-hmm. and then you fuck. It's like it's a closet. No, it's, like <laughs> it's just the closet. Like fuzzy handcuffs. <laughs> that's it. Oh, so sa- the sa- saddest sex dungeon I've ever heard of. That's what Jordan was saying. A sex shed. <laughs> and I had to say, is that what you call I your she shed? Do have a sex shed? I guess you could call it that. It's a it's ca- it's the solo sex shed. <laughs> you <Yeah, but. laughs> too much info. Yeah. Anyway, I I would like to know. I would like to see pictures. I, if anybody out there has been to a sex dungeon or knows someone, I would like to know more information. Not because I'm curious or am wanting to be a part of this. I'm just curious how it all works, the logistics and also the like the protocols and like the rules. Like I don't know. I I want to know how what all is, and I want to know what's in there. Are there pictures of this guy's dungeon? I would like to know because if there's no sex swing, it's not right. even a sex dungeon. That's like child play. Just... Come on, you got to have that. Yeah multiple mm-hmm. don't one swing come on yeah we've had this topic a little bit before but i don't remember what you had said but they talked about famous alumni from your high school and how you can look it up and i remember we looked it up on our show did you ever did you have someone famous at your school not that i know of i think i looked mine up and there was definitely some sports people that i have no idea and then there was a porn star would you like to give us their name? I guess I'll have to actually look it up again. I guess I could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I went to three different high schools. Wait. Okay, humble brag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Yeah, three. Foothill High School in Unincorporated Santa Ana. Oh, here's her. Okay, so some of the people are National Water Polo something, Brian Alexander, baseball player, Brad Boxberger, Mike Champion, baseball player. Other football, Olympic, Olympic. Oh, there's a TV and film actress? Margot Harshman? Anyway, who cares about these people? The adult film actress is Ava Angelina. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> you celebrate her entire catalog. Oh, so yeah, that's my... Uh, I don't think anybody famous came from the school I was graduated from, but uh, pretty sure. <laughs> okay, so... Allison was thanking her new patrons and Ken Reed 
is a Patreon supporter. He is now. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So he could be part of the live stream if she ever gets around to doing one again. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> Do you have anything else from Thursday before we shut it down? Um, I'm sure there's plenty to talk about. So let me l- lay it on me. I don't recall anything, mm. but... That's a good topic. I'm, I'm looking at the notable alumni from my school, and there's a baseball player, an author. Ooh, and he's a lepidop- lepidopterist. Oh. Lepidopterist? Interesting. Lepidopterist. I guess... I know what that word means. Mm. I-, I listened to ologies once. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just fart? Yeah. I heard a fart. That was my mouth. I, oh. I did. <laughs> uh, there's a woman in the Colorado House of Representatives. There's a professional Hello? MMA fighter and another MLB player. And me. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello, Lisa? Oh, shoot. Well, we've lost a little Rafi. You screwed me again, Costanza. Fucking Wi-Fi. This is why we need to record in person except for the fact that we're horrible influences on each other when we are together. So maybe this is for the best. This is a good place to wrap it up. We'll finish up on the JMOs from this week on next week's episode. If you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at Lowry. Also, if you want to join us for the group recording, it's our sixth anniversary of doing this motherfucking show. Come to my house, have a big group recording weekender at the end of february so put it on your calendars buy your plane tickets now because i want to see every last one of you all right bfs you truly are the fucking best thank you and good night I've put it in my mouth.